Are either of you guys actually Irish? Curiosity Public. I'm Dutch. Jules here. Dylan. The podcast. I forgot to say that. So I said it now. That's right. Our awesome podcast where we talk about whatever we want. But since the uh, very special day of St. Patrick's Day is coming up, we're going to talk about St. Patrick's Day. And in preparation for that, what are you guys drinking, Dylan? Wow, I get to go first. All right. So I have something special. I am drinking Green Spot. I almost grabbed Green Spot, but I didn't. Wow. Okay. Green Spot, <laughs> single pot still uh, Irish whiskey, triple distilled Irish whiskey. Very nice. So for people who, I guess, follow me on Instagram, which is like five people. Dang. <laughs> You're so dropping cool. over here. <laughs> You know, are I, you I, a social media? No, no, no. Influencer? You know what? I, I, I honestly, I feel really dirty saying that. However, if you do, uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, a second, I posted the fact that I tried the yellow, or I have the yellow spot as well. So I'm just going down the colors, <laughs> and uh, they have the blue, right? Recently released. Blue and red is coming, I think. Blue's out. Yeah. The seven-year cask strength, I think, yeah. right? So, but, yeah. yeah, but a little tricky to find. Yeah, so. definitely. Jules. Well, you know, so it's only appropriate that I'm not drinking Irish. <laughs> Sticking to American, going with some E.H. Taylor over here. Nice. Wow. And I do have a tie into that later. Okay. Maybe. Cool. Uh, I was actually recently surprised at how much I enjoyed the E.H. Taylor when we did those blinds. With That's Nashville. right. Couldn't believe that I picked it. I think we were all shocked. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah, I am sticking with the Irish theme and going with some Redbreast 12, which we actually uh, have a bottle ready for a review for this too. We have not reviewed enough Irish whiskey, guys. I think we've only done Napo Castle. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We did have... Do one other. Yes, proper twelve. Oh, proper should be should be coming out in time for. (laughs) Great. Yeah, Yeah, that should. What a tease! Actually, that should be out before this. Yeah, I got to edit it. Oh yeah, it'll come out. I can do that. I can. I can. I can make it happen. Uh, but yeah, we do love the Irish whiskey. We want to do more of that for sure. There's so many that. Uh, do we? we? To... I enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know it, if man. Dylan does. Yeah. Leaning into the tease. He's going to throw Dylan episode. under the bus. Wow. You, need to watch, you need to watch it, folks. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, we thought it would be fun to do an episode. Let about- me just say that there's a, a whole nother score <laughs> level achieved <laughs> with that review. <laughs> Oh, the uh, the proper twelve, yeah. That's yeah. it's one to to see. I, uh, oh, yeah. I haven't got to plug it. <laughs> I haven't edited it yet. I'm wondering how it's going to play because it's always different when we experience it when we're recording it. And sometimes True. when we go back and watch them, they're better than we thought, and sometimes they're worse than we thought. So I never know. <laughs> I would imagine they're usually worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Well, anyway, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. By the time you hear this, it might happy be St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. This should be coming out on St. Patrick's Day. So and I realize the only one wearing green right now is Dutch. So it doesn't it's get actually a, It's actually a whiskey shirt from oh. Woodford, which is not Irish, but uh, exactly. I'm red green colorblind, so that matters. So you never knew that your microphone is red. It's green, dude. It's green. <laughs> 
Sorry, it's green. <laughs> I have to like check a spectrometer and uh, I have to look at the, the the wavelengths in order to know you know what color is what. So back in the day when they had the the old school 3D with like the red and the green glasses, you couldn't see that. No, you can see that. It's just that I would always fail those little uh, oh the those, dot like tests? dots the and dots. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that why you got held the, back in school? The Ishiara plates and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, you mean five years? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I will say. This, uh, are you this, retiring yet? <laughs> no, no. This is an actual real life thing that happened. I will say. When I was younger, the school district thought that, and I know this is not a proper term to use right now, but they literally use this term to describe me. They thought I was retarded. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. This is not generated. Sure, I'm not sure which parts of that will need to be bleached. Something will need to be... No, that's staying in, man. All of this is staying in. <laughs> and the irony is that if anybody wasn't held back, it was probably Dylan. He was yeah. like advanced. Exactly. Year, right? Okay. Well, anyway, we're supposed to talk about St. Patrick's Day. And Jameson is kind of the brand everybody thinks about when you think about Irish whiskey. And they've got this month long series of virtual events that they're throwing for St. Patrick's Day, including some live streamed performances by a bunch of people that I don't know who they are. But <laughs> I guess Jesse Reyes is a very famous singer. I don't know. Canadian singer songwriter. Yeah. So she's going to be performing a live gig. There's some Dublin rappers, an artist named Savannah Ray, and a Canadian rapper. So I don't know what the deal is. It's like Canadians and Irish people on this thing. It should be interesting. But it's a global live stream across four time zones. And I guess it's just, hey, look, you can't get out and drink in public. So you're going to drink at home and watch a live stream. That's pretty much been the pandemic. True. But it got us thinking about St. Patrick's Days of past. And it's like the ghost of Christmas past. Let's have a conversation with the ghost of St. Patrick's Day's past and kind of recount our memories of St. Patrick's Day or what we like to do on St. Patrick's Day. And let's dig in. Who wants to go first? I can go I, first. I don't know. I think Jules should go because he lived in Ireland. Uh, I think Jules should go last because he actually lived in Ireland. Don't okay, you think? Right. <laughs> I mean, I have I've never been to Ireland, even though I might have like... You probably have more Irish blood than anybody I have, here. I probably have maybe like a, a, a small, like maybe like an eight or something. Yeah. Some part of... Close my, enough. My Everyone wants to be Irish. But, you know, I don't know if this is considered cultural appropriation. I guess it can't be because if I do have some Irish blood, I should be able to do whatever I want, right? But <laughs> corned beef and cabbage... <laughs> An Irish soda bread that that came out. Do you actually eat that on St. Patrick's Day? Yes, dude. I love corned beef. So any chance to I know you love corned beef, but I feel like you're eating that every Saturday anyway. Well, uh, it's great because after St. Patrick's Day, they're on sale. So you can stock up and basically eat corned beef for uh, I almost said cornbread, (laughs) corned beef for like a month. But dude, it's brisket. That's good. Yeah, that's mustard. Throw that in the slow cooker with some beer. Oh, Um, yeah. So good. So that's always the first thing that I think of when I think of St. Patrick's Day. The second thing is beer. And not because I drink beer, but because I've been exposed to a lot of some of the most intense beer drinking that I've ever seen on St. Patrick's Day. So um, I won't say where this was, but I used to work at a big office at this place. And I was one of the underlings at that point in time. And some of the higher ups in this uh, this office were of Irish descent. And they took it very, very seriously. And when St. Patrick's Day parade rolled around, they led this group of, it's like, it was kind of a society, like one of those like 4-H club or Moose Lodge type thing, but it was for like the sons of Ireland. Mm. And they would wear these green jackets and they would go and 
march in the the St. Patrick's Day parade, but before and after, they would drink basically as much beer as they possibly could because you couldn't drink while you were on the parade route. Uh. But you could drink right before and you could drink right after. Well, actually, technically, you weren't supposed to have any beer in the park, but they were just like, <laughs> do it because this was like, you know, it was like fire chiefs and police people, and like this were people that were like connected in oh, the city wow. that were part of this. So yeah. they would get the underlings to go and buy a ton of <clears> beer, <throat> and we would have to have it on ice, and we'd have to show up at the park at like 6 a.m. with oh. all this beer and these guys would start walking in some of them had already been drinking wow. and they would show up they would chug as many beers as they could they would go march in the parade at like 8 30 or 9 and at the end of the parade at like 10 we had to move all the beer to where the parade ended and then the, the parade would end and they would stop and they would find us and they would chug as much beer as possible now they always told us like hey watch out for the parks guys because you're not supposed to have beer in the park but usually mm-hmm. just tell them you're with the sons of ireland and they'll kind of let it that's slide. your pass <laughs> and uh, there was one year i did this for i did this two different years right uh, i was part of the underlings that had to go help we were out there waiting we had i think we had like three or four coolers just jam-packed it was always guinness harp and coors light don't ask me why it was coors light added to the other two but it was always those three they were so demanding it, was like, it has to be super super cold so we're sitting in the park eating like breakfast burritos watching all this beer just get cold and the park guys show up there's two two guys show up and they're like what are you guys doing over here huh and we're just like oh yeah we're with the sons of whatever i don't even remember what the group was called the sons of ireland they're like oh yeah uh, what do you guys got and we're like oh uh, just a bunch of beers and they kind of take a look at it and they're like oh yeah okay uh, yeah that looks good and we're basically like would you guys like some and they're like yeah so we <laughs> basically the sat offer. there handing beers out to these like park rangers watching them chug beers and then wander off and then all the all the the sons of ireland show up wow and then one year at the end the cops just would not let us stay out there and, mm. and you know it was weird man because mm. some of these people in this organization like i said they were kind of connected and they, they were cops to kind of yelling yeah yeah and they started yelling with the guy and we were just like dude we don't want to get involved so we kind oh, of wow. just moved the beer off to the side and took off but yeah there you go guys That's i guess it was like a new police chief that year <laughs> i don't know man it was a long time ago wow. my memory's a little wow because we definitely dipped in it at a certain point once uh once we ate our breakfast burritos <laughs> But man, 6 a.m., even on St. Patrick's Day, that's just too early for me. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I feel like you guys wanted me to tell that story and it's such a boring story. So why don't you guys just have something more interesting? Let's go next. Well, so I'm supposed to go right because we're gonna leave really. Oh man, you're building yeah, it up. Yeah. Last, he's, okay, he's let me let me just say, you know, I'm gonna go next because <clears throat> I want. You met the prime minister, right? Okay, yeah, I'll tell that story. But but <laughs> Jules needs to tell like the best story. Okay, so which I, I do not have. Yeah, so I mean, Jules lived in Ireland, but I visited. And, you did visit me, and during that time, you know, I'm kind of hanging out with the prime minister. Prime minister at the time was T. Shock and the Kenny, who, uh, you know, basically what happened was. Was we he got, you know I was invited and we went on a river boat cruise together. <laughs> I mean it was weird because we were standing outside and this guy's the prime minister. There's like two secret service type guys near him, but that's pretty much it. And there's like yeah. random people just walking by and he's just standing there on the curb talking to everybody. It was just a weird experience because you'll never see like the president of the United States do that. Yeah. So anyway, we finally ended up in the riverboat. You know, it was a, a nice spread. There was a lot of drinking and things like that. Oh, yeah. um, it got 
got me thinking, like, did we ever celebrate St. Patty's Day in Ireland? Did we ever do that? Well, so I don't remember if you were actually, if you visited me during St. Patrick's Day. So I was there during St. Patrick's Day. I just remember it was so cold. I remember it was, I mean, That's all the time. Basically, like, there's only two sunny days in Ireland. Okay, Dutch and I, Dutch and I went to Chicago. Right. And probably the coldest Chicago day ever. I think it was November. Yeah, but I remember going to Ireland and say, oh my, this is. This is cold. This is is another level of cold. And this was, I don't know what was happening, but did we celebrate there? I just, I, I, I just. Yeah, I don't remember if you were there during St. Patrick's Day. I think was, you would remember. Yeah, but. it's really hazy because we yeah. had so much Guinness. Yeah, I do love Guinness, by the way. That's one one of the things that I really enjoy. I truly enjoy Guinness, and so at the Guinness factory, I mean, like I was downing so many people. I mean, like some people would weren't drinking it, and I just drink everybody else's. But anyway, I, I'd say <laughs> I'm trying to think like what St. Patty's story that I had. I just remember one time I was at a conference. Okay, and the conference was in San Diego, and it's in the what the gas is it the Gaslight District? Gaslight. Oh, Gaslight! (laughs) Wow, like I lived in San Diego. (laughs) This is really sad. Hey, look, I'm enjoying my Irish whiskey. All right, so I remember I was at a conference, and it was it's a serious conference, (laughs) whatever that means, right? I I was going through a lot of uh, meetings and things like that. The meeting ended, and I started walking down Gaslight District, and I did not even realize. was St. Patty's Day. I didn't realize St. Patty's Day. And so I was in like a suit with a white shirt. It was like a blue suit. And so what happened was as I was walking through, I saw so many people walking around. I didn't know what was happening. I said, oh, I mean, you know, this is probably everybody's just like hanging out and whatever. And somebody grabbed my arm and pinched me. And I was like, what the, you know, my response is like, what the, and they're like, it's like, happy St. Patrick's Day. You're not wearing green. And then I go, oh man, I completely forgot. <laughs> the next like 10 minutes was horrible because essentially I was walking through a gauntlet of people celebrating St. Patrick's Day and they were pinching me as I was walking down (laughs) the street. I I think I was like 10 to 12 people just one after the other going through this and by the end I had like everybody's nasty greasy fingers all over my suit and completely ruined my suit. So that is my the latest St. Patrick's (laughs) Day. We've got two horrible stories so far. It's only going to get worse. Before we get to Jules (laughs) I want to, you know, you said it, you referred to it as St. Patty's Day a couple of times. And I just want to review an anecdote from actually when I was working at the same place, I sent an email about St. Patty's Day and I made the mistake of spelling it Mm P-A-T-T-Y. And somebody that worked for us was actually Irish. And and she came into my office. She's like, you can never do that. It's P-A-D-D-Y. And it's like, you will like Irish people get offended if you do that wrong, because it's like a completely Patrick is Patty, but Patricia is Patty with a T. Patty. So it's like, yep. it's completely the wrong thing. So you just Although I will say like, <laughs> it's mostly an American Irish thing, or Irish American thing. And I will say in general, so I actually lived in- like a full-blown Irish. Yeah. Well, I I mean, that's the thing. I actually lived in Ireland and that was the, and and was living there during, you know, St. Patrick's Day. And that was the most fascinating thing. I was actually like, um, before the weekend of the St. Patty's Day event, like parades and all that, like I was asking around, asking the locals, well, what do you guys do normally? And they're like, 
<laughs> they actually told me we do nothing. We do not actually celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I'm like, really? They're like, yes, we don't celebrate it. All the tourists, all the, uh, you know, those who are just, uh, you know, visiting our little, are the ones who end up celebrating in the main city central area. And uh, I just thought that was fascinating. And like, to their point, they were completely right. So I did go out St. Patrick's Day and you look around the city center and it's like, it's all Brazilians. It's all... <laughs> All the tourists, like Americans, they're the ones who are out partying, not the local Irish people. And, uh, you know, and then that's actually when I got my big lesson on, you know, how it all came to be. And it's that mostly started from Chicago and all the uh, the Irish descendants, you know, celebrating and then it eventually made its way back to Ireland. So that's what was fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have any crazy St. Patrick's Day stories other than seeing that and learning that. But the beer thing celebration is real, which is crazy. I think that was the one fascinating thing having lived there was I literally was walking by a restaurant Sunday morning and no joke, an Irish family had pancakes and a pitcher of beer. And that's what was on the table. I was like blown away. Like, And this was like at 9 a.m. You know, this is not like midday on. So beer is definitely you know well ingrained into the society and you go nuts but uh, you know that, that was the other fascinating thing is when i asked them to have like a local beer they wouldn't <laughs> they didn't want to offer it to me <laughs> they're like no don't bother have this instead and it was like belgium beer is what they kept offering <laughs> so, <laughs> and to give people like you know a little time stamp i mean i was basically living in ireland at the end of what they call the celtic tiger which was like their big economic boom um of like you know in the late 90s to the early 2000s so yeah it was uh, an interesting time no doubt but uh yeah irish people do not actually celebrate saint patrick's day <laughs> god jules and i were in chicago when they uh dyed the river green oh yeah, yeah we, did we were do that. on the boat that's ride right. we were looking at oprah's house that's right and then we're like why is the river green yeah. it's like oh uh, oh yeah saint patrick's day is coming right right that's where jules had <laughs> that's it, right like, like messed up feet and we were walking around the entire sea of the city. Right. we walked the uh what is it the miracle mile or whatever yeah we were there. we were trying to find the Rite Aid or something so we could buy a Dr. Scholl for his shoes and I remember we ended up in at my the, defense uh, it's because I had purchased some new I don't know what shoes like some Merrill hiking boots or whatever and I had not broken yeah. them in by the time we were going to Chicago yeah. it was funny though is uh, Dylan when we were in Chicago we had to walk like it was like three blocks from our hotel I remember to where we were going and it was that bitter cold right just like like you weren't even wearing a jacket and i remember we were just kind of complaining about the walk and then you started telling me this exact story about <laughs> last time i was in chicago somebody else was complaining about their walk but it was jules because he had blisters on his feet <laughs> right <laughs> Well, I remember the night before, I was like, dude, you got to help me, man. We got to look for a CVS or a Rite Aid, some pharmacy, just so I can get Dr. Scholl's, man. Yeah, the irony is that we had to walk even longer. Right. And just further, to find that. Just to find the thing. <laughs> right. I think we walked three more miles. All yeah. right. Yeah. So do you eat something special for St. Patrick's Day? I mean, like, I agree with you, Dutch. I love corned beef. Yeah, I mean, I love beef corned beef. Awesome. I love pastrami, but I love corned beef quite a bit. I think it's, for me, it's just any excuse to eat brisket i'm gonna do it mm. corned beef and hash man corned beef oh yeah uh, sandwiches i mean i i love it i love it a lot so 
I agree with you, Jules. I think in Ireland, a lot of the things that we attribute to Irish Americans really don't apply, right? No. And they, like, you know, a lot of our local Irish friends were like the ones there to remind me, right? you know, just because it's like I had it so ingrained just my own experience growing up here in America and then celebrating St. Patrick's Day. And they're like, nope. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> our, got our, it all wrong. Right. All our coworkers were I mean, like born and raised yeah. like in Ireland. Right? In Ireland. Like they grew up in Dublin proper, you know, right. like literally there. So yeah. So anyway, that's, yeah, it was that's fascinating. Really but so let, right. me, let me, let me, okay. So you have, a, but I will say, you know, the Irish people do know how to party, man. I will yes. say that only because on like a Friday evening, you know, we're, we'll we'll go out to a bar, local bar and just go nuts right after work. And that was actually probably the first time I ever experienced like pure mayhem, like drunk people mayhem, right. where no joke. I mean, they're trying to balance themselves on empty kegs right. and stuff. And <laughs> Like, I don't know what the heck was going on. Everyone just starts singing randomly. And I mean, it was really cool. Do you remember the bar was closing and they were trying to close the bar? And right. everybody started pulling out money yep. and saying, let's bribe Let's yeah. bribe them. Like, like they were and yelling. And it worked, though. And we were like, I remember we were staring at each other like, there's no way this is going to work. But it does. I mean, they just, I remember they stayed open like another half an hour. Yeah, know? I think so. it, like, it was like a thousand euros or something. It was yeah. just, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> and then after afterwards, we went back to our office. Right. And then the party continued. <laughs> I remember. But let me just ask you, though, what are your plans this year? Because, Ooh. I mean, COVID. You're, you're looking at it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I may actually open up a bottle of Jameson. I'm gonna, I'm gonna what go, is it? I'm it's gonna, on, well, it is on the middle of the week. So it's on hump day. I'm going to so mail. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm usually drinking that, on hump day anyway. I'm going to mail that bottle of proper 12 to Dylan. There so you go. Uh, wow. Tease. Tease. <laughs> Tea. Um, uh, yeah, I'll probably, you know, I'll probably have a pour or something. Probably some Irish whiskey just to celebrate. I might do the the corn. I think we should have some proper twelve. <laughs> okay, um, no, I'm gonna have corned beef and I'm gonna have Guinness. It's my favorite thing. I mean, you like, know, normally, so that's the other thing. Speaking of Guinness, I thought I knew what Guinness tasted like growing up here in the United States, but having it poured for you actually at the distillery is a whole nother experience. And if you haven't done it yet, you should go and try it because it does not taste like what you think it does when you have it here. Right. It's completely different. different. It's a completely different different profile, flavor profile, completely different experience. So in fact, it's almost like wine, like with how much like nuance and tradition that they apply to it when serving it. So, but you know, what's interesting is though, when I tried it, I remember thinking, I, I guess in my mind, Guinness, is attributed to uh, words and description like uh, thick and, yeah. and hefty, hefty. And heavy and things like that. But when I was drinking it at the distillery, it felt very light to me. Not that at all. Yeah, it yeah. felt like very, it was like Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> drinking Bud Light. Yeah, you like, drank wow. a lot of it, man. No I drank joke. a lot you did. of it, man. I drank everybody. Because I remember seeing like, how, like, I remember how shocked you were. Like, this, this is not what I thought it was going to be. It was so lightweight. And I yeah. said, oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't realize this. So I just drank like, I think like four pints or something. Yeah. Wow. So good. Uh, well, I think we should close this off with a, some quick tasting notes on some Irish whiskey. So hmm. thoughts on your, uh, your green spot? First impression, I really like it. I mean, a lot of apple. That's like mm-hmm. the theme here. Really light and almost buttery. Just my first impression has pretty good. So I'm really interested in doing at least the drink through, if not the uh, ultimate the spot, spot lineup. 
yeah. do a spot line underneath it. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I always get that apple hit with at least like the non-finished, non-peated Irish whiskeys. Yeah. And they always, for some reason, they, they kind of always remind me of Japanese whiskeys, some of the uh, the lighter mm. Japanese whiskeys yeah. um, in a good way. The Red Breast 12 is just kind of one of those fantastic but it's cleaner. It's cleaner. I think the Japanese whiskey has slightly different. The body is different and the the presentation of the flavor profile is different. I always thought of good Irish whiskey as clean, crisp, almost like drinking juice. Yeah. Like no tannins. No tannins. It's all like bright fruit flavors. Right. The wood is really in the background. It's so like it's, an uncharred wood. It's, mm-hmm. it's different. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Extremely light. Extremely light. Yeah. Jules, how was your E.H. Taylor? Oh, you know, it's... It's a, it's a gem, I must say. Uh, I'd probably call it an emerald gem. <laughs> oh, wow. Emerald Isle? Okay. And there we go. Wow. Emerald Isle. Linked it in the end. Speaking of island, Dutch's obsession, uh, Oak Island. Oh, it? my gosh. Best show ever. That thing is a scam. It is the best show and the most frustrating It's the, most frustrating. Show. It's the worst show <laughs> Dude, ever. Dude, you don't realize how many years I have invested in this. When I was like a little Oh, we kid, do. My brother was <laughs> like... Do reading about it and then it, when i was in college I, I, there was a rolling stone article about it and I w- i've been obsessed with this whole idea of like how can this thing exist and nobody's found it and then you learn that like fdr has worked worked on it when he was younger and the people have been trying to dig this stuff up for like 100 years yeah. and now with all this modern technology they still can't figure it all out and but they're finding stuff from like 400 years ago and you know what's going to be interesting next season we're going to see Dutch on the show because I'm going, that's dude. exactly <laughs> I am going. the kind of obsessive people that are on that show. And you know what they're going to find? They're going to find nothing. I'm going to open they're a bar there. They're going to find nothing. So they can okay. drown their sorrows. You're going to see Dylan in the background dropping like a coin in there. <laughs> yeah, He's like, like, hey, look what I found, guys. <laughs> they're going to find nothing. You know what they're going to find? They're going to find dirt. Uh, will they find your bottle of you know what they're using they're using the same radio they're doing the same uh carbon dating that one uh whiskey uh business you know the one that says oh Oh, yeah carbon date the we can date it to within 10 years yeah it's like oh we're gonna get it near uh, 100 years closer to minus a decade (laughs) okay so uh we're supposed to be talking about uh (laughs) st patrick's day but we uh kind of weird there at the end but i think Jules oak island that's a good place to stop yeah i'd definitely say that and thank you all for listening to our podcast we appreciate each and every one of you if you haven't yet check out our youtube channel uh, we got new content up there weekly where we do reviews and drink throughs and if you like what we do and want to help us out be sure to check out our subscription membership program called curiosity private which is on youtube and as always stay safe stay healthy stay curious and happy saint patrick's day oh yeah